We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Short with you. And, you know, it's the one o'clock hour on a Tuesday. That means Nate Taylor from The Athletic, also in studio with us. We'll get to What's Your Fantasy before we wrap things up around 145 or so right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're back from Denver. Uh, before we even get into to that game, Nate, uh, you just told us you had a long travel day, and we're like, long? It's Denver. Like, that should be an easy flight. Our guy Nick flies from Denver to KC all the time. Who's booking your travel, man? It's Why me. are you? No, what it's you, me, you need, What it's are you me. doing? You're flying up to I mean, Minnesota. You're flying up to Minnesota to get to Kansas City from Denver. All right, real quick. The Athletic has a policy, my friend. <laughs> they they tell me what what I can and cannot go over. You know, there's a there's this thing called a budget. Um, but no, like I I get the sense that I love Delta, and I don't mind flying out of Minneapolis because they have one of the nicest airports. In the Midwest, I've been there probably once or twice. Yeah, it's so nice. Uh, We're getting ready to have a nice one. Because it has to be. Because <laughs> of where they where they are, this has to be nice. But no, like I, I chose to do Delta because some of the Southwest rates were you know jacked up because they they're smart. They understand what somehow what, Nick always is happening. able to just afford it. <laughs> Guys, got it's unbelievable. He buys them ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. So does Nate, though, right? I, I do, but I want to save those, obviously, for the all-season uh, with family <laughs> travel. So I fly, I go between Delta and Southwest. Um, I just chose Delta this week. Next, this upcoming week will be Southwest, and uh, that'll be that'll be a trip too. But one one of the, I think one of the things too, and you have to keep in mind is it's like it was supposed to be a night game, so mm, I factored that gotcha. in on flying later Monday, and then it's like then they then they moved it, you know, because. Yeah. Well, because they didn't think it was going to be a good game, and then was. I uh, funny how that works. Yeah. Okay. So one more housekeeping thing, and uh-huh. then we can talk about the Chiefs. Okay. Sure. Nick told us before the break. He said, "Hey, if if Nate sits too far away from the microphone, one of you guys just indicate to him <laughs> yes. to move it closer." And mm-hmm. then I thought, "How am I going to do that right now? Am I going to do this?" Uh, move the microphone a bunch. No, of, you Nick, tap you, on your lips. You this. You this tap. Close, no, I, you point I, to the microphone. Uh, and I tap on I'm your just lips. gonna tell Nate no, to man. move the microphone closer no. to his mouth. I don't care. No, the problem is I, I did, and if you're watching on the stream, it probably looked very awkward <laughs> because of the motion that I made with my hand. Like it, this, it wasn't. It probably wasn't. <laughs> you great. should stop but, making uh, that motion but it, uh, into the camera. But it worked. It worked. Well, Nate is a Nate is a visible speaker, right? Yes. He yes. he. Lots of hand yes. motions. Lots of moving around, and sometimes. Fades away from the microphone. So. And, and Holly 
loves this to no end. <laughs> loves to make. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? What was that gesture you just did? Can you do it in front of me again? One more time. Uh, and I'm just like, well, show us how to move a microphone, no, but pantomime, but close to your mouth. Ten years of marriage. It's so great. Um, but no, but no, like I. I've uh, I've done this enough to know the you know hey we we this is week fifteen now you know you don't you we don't even have to use you know audible uh you know actual audibles it could just be eye contact I, I understand exactly what you were saying Mr Gold the Chiefs win yes win against the Broncos because it, it didn't feel hey, like let's a not win forget. yeah they did they did, they did win against boy the Denver it didn't Broncos. feel like it though man it, it, because it, you were up twenty seven nothing it, yeah it did not feel that way uh-huh. uh huh of course I think. The conversation we've had for three or four years is this defense good enough to win a Super Bowl? And it applies once again. They have a they have a chance. They have a chance to be good. Um I've done some thinking about this, fellas, and um it really comes down to three things to me. Everything else is a wash. Uh cause look, they got a season high six sacks. Yeah. Do you, do you feel good about it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it really comes down to three things. Hey, Chris, we need you to go out there and make a play. And God bless him, he did it. They double teamed him on the last play. Move through one guy, move through another guy, give pressure on the quarterback. Oh, there's a duck in the air. And, you know, give credit where credit is due. Legereus need. Understood it. Told Dick Bolton, get away from me. I got it. And then obviously. I'm the guy who catches the football. (laughs) (laughs) Made the catch. And we have an, you know, a game saving interception. So Chris is number one. He will always be number one. Don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen. Number two is uh, they need turnovers now. There's just like the secondary is what it is. I'm not sure how much the rookies can improve between now and like, you know, six weeks, basically, which is the divisional round. Um, but you know that they're competent and they're functional and they're not going to get like beat embarrassingly, uh, at least we assume. So that means you need to get turnovers. You need to somehow stop the opponent on fourth down or take the ball away from them, uh, to be a better supporting unit for the offense. And then third, which is easy, which has nothing to do with coaches. It comes down to want. It comes down to technique. It comes down to remembering the down and distance and your just overall awareness. Play back, ride to the football, make a tackle. Because there are going to be games where you're up, perhaps by double digits, and all you have to do is keep everybody in front of you, ride to the ball, make the tackle. They have struggled to do that. It's part of the reason why the Broncos came back on Sunday. But, yeah, they, they need Chris Jones to be amazing. They need the occasional turnover or two because guess what, guys? The Chiefs' offense is what it is. Their one issue is they give the ball away. So to counteract that, you got to take the ball back in some manner. They don't. They're one of the worst in the NFL at that. Well, typically. Hey, I've I've done I've done some really hard thinking, and this is what it's going to require because DVOA wise, they are twenty fifth on defense. It's not great, but they can do these three things that would at least again support the offense, which is the better unit on the roster. Is it? This is the question we would ask about any given Chiefs team, and it's fairly simple when you look at DVOA or just make the simple one, points per game on defense. Mm -hmm. The two times the Chiefs were 10th in points per game on defense, they went to the Super Bowl. One of those times they won the Super Bowl, but they went both times. Mm -hmm. The times they were 17th and currently 22nd, uh, the the 
other ones didn't go as well. Nate, um, this one we don't know. <laughs> it's an incomplete answer. But the right. other times that they didn't, the other two times they finished, 17th and worse than 17th, they were 20, 28th that year of 2018. Yep. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. No, they did not. So is this defense, very simply put, good enough to get them to a Super Bowl? I hate to put it on one player just because it's a team sport. It's the ultimate team sport. Um, we're going to watch Messi. I'm assuming this is getting ready to start. Oh, actually, it's probably on now. We probably should have put that on. We're going to watch Messi. It's a team sport. But we need, we need you to be amazing. So I hate to put it all on Chris Jones, but I think based on experience, talent level, the disparity between him and the rest of his teammates – the fact that he has a direct pass to the quarterback if he if he can get there, it it's it's pretty much on Chris, man. Um, are they the twenty fifth best defense in the league based on DVOA? Well, that's what DVOA tells me. I don't know. Because, I think sometimes they play that way, right? Because some, I don't know because the team that it, the the unit that's going to be on the field for either the wild card or the divisional round are they healthy? Are they competent? Are there matchups where that they can take away? And again, can they get the can they get that one turnover? So I don't I don't know, but it really does fall down to can your best player be their best when required at the most important portion of the season? And unfortunately that burden is on Chris Jones based on everything that we've gathered from an information standpoint over 13 weeks because when he plays well that defense is very competent is it is it a because we we're in a we had the conversation about spags and we can talk about him in just a minute about whether or not the chiefs should or even will entertain a conversation about his job security in the offseason but Which i always sort of laugh about but yes i, I think he'll be here he, he, yeah i think he should i said i actually I mean, think we, he, we made a bet on it as like 100 percent he will be the defensive coordinator next season but i also Unless something like wild happens for all the, yeah. the reasons that things can occur but the the one thing that I am definitively sure of that I think is the biggest feather in the cap for Spags this year is he's gotten this team to fourth in the NFL in sacks and he only has one good pass rusher. Mm -hmm. He only has one. Like I say, all right, tell me right now, any other player on the Chiefs you think is an above average pass rusher on the defensive line? And there's absolutely not. There's some average ones maybe, Mm -hmm. Nate. Nope. But Chris Jones is the only above average NFL pass rusher on right. this team. Right. Unless you're counting Legereus Sneed at corner, I guess. He's above average compared to corners. Yes. Um, no, that, that's the truth. And um, they are also just better about not giving up the deep ball, you know, which is a clear sign of obviously their draft picks, obviously, you know, Justin Reed's uh, addition to the unit. But they, they've tried to play this style – um, that is kind of not what Spags has lived on, but it's what has worked for this group of players who are trying to learn, you know, how to play championship football at a very fast rate. No other team in the AFC will just trot out three corners that are rookies and say, okay, we're trying to win. We're trying to get to the Super Bowl. Well, then was it a mistake to give up a vet in Fenton? Yeah, <laughs> but at the time I didn't. The time we talked, didn't like it. At well, the time. you you could all you always could have more cornerbacks. You could always have more receivers. You could always have more running backs. You could also have more defensive linemen. It's just a function in the nature of the sport. So, again, I wrote at the time at the Athletic if there was one veteran to 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 trade away, it was Rashad Fitton, um, for all the reasons that we've already discussed before. But I'm not sure if he would be like the best, you know, sort of 
addition to this group, but he would be another person there in case someone struggles or someone has a hamstring or, you know, whatever it is. Just have one of those games, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he's a veteran, and he's at least done it before. Um, You know, you could say maybe the prime of his career is in the past, but um, you want to obviously have a blend. And for everything that Joshua Williams has done so far, um, there are tendencies that teams can sort of exploit. And Trick McDuffie is their best cornerback from the outside position, but he's going to learn just because teams are going to throw more new things at him. You know, that you're supposed to hand off, you know, Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy's their best player, and Trent McDuffie understands that. So it's like, uh, oh, now he's behind me. <laughs> I probably should have asked this question sooner, but what happened with the Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams playing time? Why did it flip? So Jalen Watson has a hand injury, so he can't press. Um, which in this defense makes you, uh, you know, it, it takes away at least one option on one side of the field. Joshua Williams is healthy. Uh, he is the fourth-round pick. Um, yeah, but they started the seventh-round pick from the beginning. They turned to him first. True. Um, but I think right now, Joshua Williams has provided tighter coverage. Now, he has been beat by, you know, Joe Burrow's accuracy. Yeah, I mean, and he was right on T. Higgins. And, and, and Jamar Chase. And, again, this is where it gets tough. Um, but I think for Jalen Watson, like his hand injury is kind of um, at least limited what he can do from a technique standpoint at the line of scrimmage. Um, and it's unfortunate because he really couldn't get any hands on Jerry Judy on that last touchdown where Brett Rippon throws a gorgeous ball where Nick Bolton's like, man, that's that's a, that's my vertical dog. <laughs> and it goes right over him. Um, but Jalen Watson can't get his hands on 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 Jerry Judy. And so he he has no disruption in the timing of that play. We're talking to Nate Taylor from The Athletic. He's in studio with us. Over on the offensive side, I mean, you you mentioned a second ago, uh, you know, we, we know what this offense is. This offense is what it is. And the three picks from Patrick Mahomes, of course, that simply can't happen. You do that in a playoff game, they're going to lose. We know that. It kind of goes without saying. Yep. But I still look at this offense, and they move the ball against a really good defense in that football game. And we know that we still don't know what they look like fully again with uh, Kadarius Tony and McCole Hardman back in the picture, which – Maybe that happens in the next two weeks where they're both available. I don't think it's happening this week where they're both available, but because mm, okay. I, based on what Andy said last week, he said there's a chance McColl practices this week. That's what he said last week. And also, T- the Tony thing feels like the McDuffie thing all over again. You know, how he plays; he practices him two weeks in a row. And then <laughs> they don't need him against the Texans. They might neither might play. bring him back for the Seattle game. Let him get revved up there. I guess I'm I'm always in favor of like, especially with Tony, like more snaps. Like you you. Hey, 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 gentlemen, listening, you might think it might not matter. He needs snaps with Patrick Mahomes. Like, they need to get in a true rhythm because you want as many scenarios to go through in a regular season game where, hey, you know, it's not do or die. But, you know, if we're going to use you on 30 snaps in a playoff game, I want you to be knowing where you're going. Exactly. And, like, be in the best shape you can be. You got you to gotta play your way into getting to the top of your potential, in my opinion. So, yes, I know it's the Texans, but, like, if he's healthy and he's capable, like, you have four weeks to, to really ramp up. Um, and I know the hamstring is it is, but, like, hey, man, it's football. Like, you you are a professional player, so go out there and play. I know McColl wants to play. Um, McColl has made it pretty clear that, like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, like, healthy. I'm, you know, now that's obviously Andy's decision as to whether or not he plays this week. Um, but I'm not worried about McColl necessarily i'm worried about like 
I, Losing I just, McCall. I, I just, well, not, not necessarily that, but just I just want to see Tony more in the offense. I don't care who the competition is. Yeah. We've seen you in two games. My, Jags o- overall, like I, and Chargers. Overall, I feel I feel great about this offense where, where they're at. I, I, really, I really do. My my if you're asking me like what's the biggest concerns concern still remaining, believe it or not, it's not it's not if we're going position, yeah, sure, it can still be the tackles. But for me, it's what cropped up again with the play calling, Nate. To me, it reminded me of the AFC title game where there was not willingness to adapt maybe what they really wanted to do in terms of running the football. When it seemingly in this Broncos game, I felt like there were opportunities Mm -hmm. to run the football more. They ran it, what, 12 times after they got the big lead. Six of them were on the final drive of the game. And so Dude, that's, like that's, it's wild like, to run the ball only 12 times after being up 27, nothing. That's what scares the hell out of me is that even if they're up on a team, we saw what happened now in two games in the last mm-hmm. calendar year where they're like, no, we're, we're, at, I, I, I use the word play calling arrogance. People maybe don't like that. I don't know, but that's, that to me is what it is. And it cropped up again. There are only two options I can go to explain <laughs> this type of behavior that I, Agree with you just on the numbers alone. Yeah. The saddest person on the sideline was Ronald Jones. <laughs> Why am I in uniform? Yeah, what are we doing? We're up 20, and I can't. Can't touch the ball. Touch the ball, coach. Like, what What am I doing here? Um, he probably felt that way when he wasn't getting on the field. Unless Southern up 27 nothing, he still can't play. Yes. Like, think about Chad Hitty. Like, oh, I'm, oh let's get this arm going. I'd like, get loose. Yes. Like. So the two things that I can present to you that are, I guess, to some degree, logical is if they feel like Isaiah Pacheco is their best running back, limit his snaps regardless of the next four weeks, whatever the situation is, because we need that effort, that 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 want to, and that physicality. We don't want some rookie wall thing coming up. Are you yes. worried about that? I know, I know. It's there's you play way more games in the NFL than college, but he also. The first he didn't four even play half, the first, first four or five weeks, Pacheco didn't play. Really. Which was which was um, uh, which was planned. Okay, and oh. well, obviously you have to give Clyde a chance too because sure. they, they need to see what he has um, in the third year of that contract. But yeah, that was sort of the idea was like you know let him get a feel of the game, get an understanding of our operation on game day, and then yeah, little by little, oh we ha- we have something here now. Let's now that we know that, let's make sure like. Okay, four minute drive. Hey, this is the perfect scenario. All right, rookie, let's let's see it against a pretty good defense when we got to close a game out because we might be in a similar you know scenario in the wild card divisional AFC Championship game. Um, the second one that I think is logical, but it takes a lot of gymnastics mentally. Okay, let me hear this. Um, with the idea of having a lead. We just go through every zone play call that we can right now because reps. And I know that sounds wild, but a lot of teams are going to switch between man and zone when they play them in the playoffs. The Broncos went to a lot more zone. They were like, cool. Obviously, they beat Let's them. get some work in. Yeah, obviously, they beat them in the screen game, which was clearly something they had studied on film and sort of waited for. They had kind of saved those plays for their game. That obviously worked out. All right, the second half, it's like, we know we need to score. And, like, ooh, the game's kind of getting a little wonky. But, like, what can we do against zone? And, again, Patrick Mahomes' interception. That's against his own defense. So, 
there's a bit of arrogance. There's a bit of looking ahead. And there's also, we know we have to play this team in three more weeks. So, we should have just used, we should have just used Ronald Jones is ultimately what I'm coming back to. But does that make sense, I guess? I understand what you're saying, like the the notion of getting into it. But it's also, it like with Andy, it's frustrating because what gets tossed in my face is like, hey, man, you're always telling Andy to not take his foot off the gas. I'm like, not against Denver when it's 27 nothing. He could have put the damn car in park. I didn't care. They were up 27 to nothing. Hey, man, just getting that eye formation and hand it off three times. You know, they they, ta- they could have. two and a half minutes off the clock. They, they Cody, could, Cody's over here playing Madden, turning on the two clock setting, they goal run, line formation, midfield. They could have run the wing team the second half. Nate, I don't care. Not in that game. But, by, by the way, I just want to remind people. As 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 it's as it's totally reasonable to complain. Looks up the stats. The Chiefs are still the best offense in football. Yep. Yeah, by almost every single every metric, metric, other than points per game now, which the Eagles have by like a half point. But like, come on, man. The Eagles haven't played the no. top defenses five weeks out of the thirteen week season. The all you need to know to know the Chiefs are the <laughs> best offense in the NFL is that they face the top defense, the top five defenses in the NFL. They've already faced them four times. Yes. And they're scoring thirty five points a game against them. That's good enough for me. They've scored 40 twice, 30 twice, and in their worst effort, 20 against Buffalo, who I would say they moved the ball against pretty well. The problem in that game was the same as in this one. They just turned, turned it over. Turned it over, yep. Turned it over, and pressure that pressure on the quarterback actually led to sacks because uh, Von Miller is a Hall of Fame player. Um, but, yeah, like, they have almost created as much distance on overall, D, on overall offense DVOA as much as Philly has created on Miami, who is ranked third. They are, they are st- like, again, I know they don't take sacks, or Mahomes doesn't really take sacks, even though he's pressured a lot. He's been hit the third most in the NFL. Still doesn't take sacks. Nope. Still doesn't give up negative plays. Uh, I know he's thrown three interceptions. Guess what? They've won two of the three games. He's done that. <laughs> and It's so weird. And, of course, they don't have a co-harbor or Kadarius Tony. So, you know, hey, Noah Gray, there's a ball. Hey, Justin Watson, always right on the time. Boom. Uh you know, Juju obviously is, is a very important player, and so he got back into a more of a rhythm with Mahomes um, in Sunday's game. But, like, yeah, dog, like I, we, we complained, and, like, but Andy knows I have the best thrower of the football. So yeah. it's always alluring. It's always tantalizing to be, like, third and two. What if we hit him with this real quick? <laughs> Just because <laughs> we're what? We're what, Mr. Gold? Greedy or arrogant. Arrogant. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't respect these dudes. Which was pretty much how they played in the second half. Like we don't really respect these dudes. Like, nah. I mean, I know they, I know they got a couple touchdowns. I know it's twenty one, twenty seven, but like, all right, let's let's run, let's, <laughs> let's run one series <laughs> touchdown. All right, let's get in field goal range. Well, I guess path through it. I mean, cool. We didn't even go for it on second. On we didn't even go for the two point conversion because I mean, like these dudes ain't getting. Can you remember the exact number of times they beat them in a row? Is it 14, 13, 13 14? 15? I don't remember. Anybody remember? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think. I mean, I think. I mean, I was talking to Obama back then, right? I mean, dang. <laughs> Do you look at this AFC, though, Nate, now, and if the playoffs were to, to begin this weekend, the Chiefs would be hosting the New England Patriots. Let's go. The Chargers are right there on the outside, and right. they've got a favorable schedule, but they could charge her. We'll see. <laughs> they could um, charge her. <laughs> right now, like, other than I'll getting – I thought they were going to an outside like, kick. Other than getting the number one they seed. They tried to charge her yeah. a Chargers they game. They did. They did. <laughs> Yeah, they certainly did. Like, other than getting the number one seed, right? which, of course, means you only got to play two games to get to the Super Bowl. If the Chiefs are the two, the exact playoff field right now in the setup is actually not too bad. 
you know, it hosts the Patriots. You assume the five seed Bengals would beat the four seed Titans. Cincinnati goes to Buffalo. The Chiefs would then host either the Dolphins or the Ravens in their second game. I don't hate that. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, the flip side is the Chargers are the seven seed, and I got to play the Chargers for a third time, fully healthy Mike Mike Williams Mm -hmm. and uh, Keenan Allen Allen. Mm -hmm. at home. And then if I win that, then I still might get Miami or Baltimore, unless Cincinnati's a three seed, and then it really Mm -hmm. gets interesting again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The crazy thing is, like, I'm so ready to talk playoffs, and then I look, and there's four more weeks of this nonsense. Of a regular season, which is fine because, like, there are teams like the Jets and the Dolphins and the Lions and the Buccaneers where it's like, hey, these are fascinating storylines as the season sort of develops. But, no, nah, man, I'm 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 fascinated with them being the two seed just because it's that additional game. And I know this is going to sound wild, but, like, the whole season has really come down to can they make it to – can they make it back to the AFC Championship? That was my original thought when the season began is they make it to the AFC Championship game, that is a successful season. When you traded away Tyreek Hill and rebuilt the defense, mostly with players on their rookie contract. Have you changed your standard, though, now that you've seen the offense I'm, never skipped a beat? I'm ready to un- – I understand, Cody, where you're going with this, but the, the, the thing that, will all, that th- I will always go back to, seeing training camp, understanding that seasons ebbs and flows and things can change based on injuries. But with them relatively healthy on offense, I just thought they can get back to the AFC Championship game, knowing that that game would not be an arrowhead. And the understanding is this was supposed to be a transitional slash retooling year, not a rebuild, but a retooling to extend your championship window. And who knows, maybe you get into the Super Bowl this year if everything falls right. But I thought the real expectation was could they get back, based on their experience and the young guys getting better as the season goes along, get back to the AC Championship game. The fascinating thing is at the two seed, where it is constructed right now, as we understand it, that would mean they would go to Buffalo in the elements against a Buffalo Bills team that would be under the most immense pressure that franchise has had in over two decades. Missing the big piece they signed in the offseason to get to the Chiefs. Exactly. And a quarterback who is more compromised than he was in the first matchup because of health and because he chooses not to play smart. Josh Allen chooses to play smart, and then he doesn't on the next down. And I go, Hmm. how do you not understand the significance of the season that you are playing in, sir? You know, um, I just – I love – thinking about that big picture wise because yeah I'm 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 more fascinated if they have the two seat because of all these things that are leading up to it of course two three means you probably get Cincinnati if that holds form if they win the division over the Ravens right. which I think is going to happen but yeah man all of a sudden they're the team on the road who's not expected to win with the better quarterback with the more experienced coaching staff and quarterback combination and we don't need this game the way y'all need this game to go to the Super Bowl. That would be, I mean, I'm 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 tickled <laughs> by it because I think you could argue the Chiefs right now are a better team than the Buffalo Bills in DVOA, which is a metric I trust. Same says that, which is kind of wild, even though they have the same record and one team beat the other earlier this season. 
The Chiefs kind of got Juju Rev back up uh, in, the, in this game as well. That was positive. Have you seen his latest commercial? Have you heard his latest commercial that he's been having there for Gillette, Nate? I, Did you hear the original I, one? No, I have not heard the original. Really? I'm oh, you're right. I'm going to start. You didn't hear any of these? Play the other. My body is my career, and shaving my pubes is no different. He's got he's got a new one, too. Have you ever used a subpar tool to groom your groin and suffer a minor injury? Maybe you didn't know what you were doing. Don't worry. We've all been there, and we want you to We've come We've all here. been there. <laughs> Over the time, I've learned my lessons. So this is why I go with Gillette Internet. Man of the people. We've all been there. I think, look. When you're writing copy for a commercial, there's always a line where you got to transition to make everybody understand this is the call to action. And he said, and shaving my pubes is no different. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, ladies have done an amazing job generationally over the last two generations. There were no commercials like this in the 70s and 80s, kids. There weren't even commercials like this in the 90s. Women have won the battle. They have gotten us to respect ourselves. <laughs> and we gotta get going. About to start. Wait, the, the about to start. About to like, start. Unnecessary. I that he's sitting in a towel in this. So the implication is he's gonna close this door and immediately he, he, start getting It's like unnecessary. We didn't need to know that you're gonna do it right this second. <laughs> he looks at the camera with a little smile, turns the razor on, and the commercial ends. Hey man, if you score touchdowns, we've all been there. <laughs> I actually think for the Wheel of Punishments, we should put doing a shot-for-shot shot remake of that oh my in, gosh. In the, oh <laughs> on the wheel. It's it's fantastic. It's fabulous. Juju is uh, <laughs> he's quite the character. He's obviously leaning in. I, I applaud him <laughs> uh, for all the things that that he has done. But no, I mean like Juju's Juju's a really good guy. Um, he's a very he's, he's a very talented football player. Um, yeah, and I think he's learned, or I think he's. I mean, I think he knew, but I think he's understood now, you know, all the benefits to just, you know, being on a really good team with a really great quarterback. And, hey, about seven, eight touchdowns a year, you know, <laughs> just keep this thing going. So um, it's it's fascinating that they were like, so you so you understand this, right? And then you read this, right? And then we want you to look into the camera. But, like, you know, put a little – Put a little um, <laughs> empathy in it, compassion, and just say, like, We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Nate you Taylor. agree, right? You Nate. agree. I mean, you, you, all right, let's get the camera set up. All right. I think, he's, I think he knows how to read the line. <laughs> Nate Taylor from The Athletic. Of course, you can hear him on the Nate Taylor Show. Monday nights right here on 610 Sports Radio. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. All right. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending and what's your fantasy next. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Keep an eye on the World Cup semifinal action right now. Argentina just got its second goal of the match on top of Croatia in the 39th minute, 2-0. Uh, of course, they win. They move on to the final. They would take on the winner of France and Morocco. France-Morocco play tomorrow. That was an impressive goal. It was. We way. had Nate Taylor and Rob were still in here during the break listening to that, and we were all like, what? Who was that, by the way? Do we know? 
I don't know, Olin. I thought you're Mr. Argentina. You're the Argentina backer. What, so I'm supposed to know every yeah. player on their team? And don't, it wasn't Messi, so therefore you don't know. Nope, no, no, Messi. <laughs> Messi scored the first one. He did. Familiar with him. Uh, uh-huh. So got that part down at the very least. Next up on what? Training a couple of veteran wide receivers off the block. Cole Beasley and T.Y. Hilton, who had both been retired free agents, essentially, to this point. Cole Beasley signed a contract with the Buffalo Bills to play for them the rest of the season. And T.Y. Hilton signs a deal with the Cowboys to return to them. I think most people are correctly so, by the way, taking this as the end of the we're interested in Odell Beckham Jr. conversations. Also, weirdly enough, I don't think, I think he you can could, play this year. I no, I, and I think you can actually spin this into the Chiefs. For all the teams that were like sitting around hoping to just tack on Odell, thinking that was going to make him better, going after Kadarius Tony looks like the much safer play here. What? Rather than have a retired Colt Beasley on my team? You don't disagree. Remember, the Tony trade is for more next year, and also. We all got excited the one game. At this point, Tony can't get back on the field. So oh, I, know. I get what you're saying. I'd still rather take my chance there than Cole Beasley. I, I, oh, I agree with that. I mean, I, well, I T.Y. Hilton. Who the hell is T.Y. Hilton? I thought T.Y. Hilton, Hilton was retired, honestly. I really I, did. He's older than, you know he's older than Tom Brady? T.Y. Hilton is not 46 years old. He might be, man. I don't want to say I mean, for He sure. might be, man. I thought he was retired. There's no way to know for sure. but there, I mean, there is, actually. There actually is. I did think he was retired. He's 33 years old, but I did think he was retired. 33? No, this is like an Albert Pujols thing. He's actually like 52. Went to like college in the 70s. There's just no way T.Y. Hilton's only 33. Felt like he played in the league it a million does. years ago. Like he played. Did he Very play like last year for a team? He did. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he did. He played for the Colts. He played 10 games for the Colts last year. Talk about 10 unimportant, well, yeah. unnoticeable games. Next up on what's trending... We kind of figured this was the case after the injury last night on Monday Night Football. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray does have a torn ACL. Of course, his season is done. It'll be a long offseason of rehab for the star quarterback. A lot of questions have to be answered about that franchise. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, his job will certainly be the biggest one. When's the most, like, typically we say for ACL still a year. What's, like, at what point now during the tenure of the contract he just signed? How much of it is he going to miss? So the season's done this year. So he's got all that money, was making a big fuss. He's going to not even make, you know, they're not even going to matter this year in the first year of him asking for and getting this huge contract. Next year now feels like it's totally out of the question. It's like you're going to get two-fifths into this contract and got nothing out of it. This was the whole risk of signing him in the first place. Now, I didn't think you are going to have a non-contact injury yeah. due to the poor yeah, conditions of your field, that, but yeah. still, it just feels like now you're getting even less and less out of it. Lastly, on what's, for, what's trending, don't forget tonight, our Cody and Gold Toy Drive, the second annual. That's right. As a matter of fact, Cody and Gold Toy Drive will be taking place at Jefferson's in North Kansas City. We're asking you to bring a new unwrapped toy to Jefferson's to help support the Boys and Girls Club. We all bought some gifts, put them out on the table, give us a chance to help out the community the best we can, eat some wings, eat some corn nuggets, as you had previously said. Oh, man, can't wait. Anybody who donates will be offered a free order of fried pickles, and they'll be doing some Mick Ultra specials. Three of them for $6 and 10 cents. So come out and see us. Have a good time. Donate a toy. We'll be hanging out there from 4 until 7 tonight in Jefferson's in North Kansas Just a couple hours. Just a couple hours from now we'll be up there. And Yeah, Cody will be dressed up as Santa as well. He lost the bet, so he's got to do it for the full three hours. We'll have a great time. And, yeah, it's all about helping kids here in the Kansas City area partnering up with the Boys and Girls Club of uh, of Greater KC. I'm going to steam that thing.
Get you probably should. Well, you know, we're popping the like dryer, like fluff. Or yeah, whatever. that's what I'll do. Just yeah, the, the fluff <laughs> setting in the dryer. Just in case anyone wants a photo with Santa, I better make sure the that the, the Santa costume's looking sharp. Get any dust out of that thing. It's in a like a zippered closed bag. Oh, you actually did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I sealed it that. We just hadn't been out since then. Okay. Well, I mean, it is I took that care time of, of the year. It would be weird if you. I'm like you in the Nutcracker costume. We don't yeah. even know what it's looking like in the I, back of your trunk. I, I still don't know if it's in there. You should check. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I really don't. Maybe when we're at Jefferson's, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give it a, a give peek. it a go. Mm-hmm. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold from the nine from the eight one six. Someone says, "I know I can't send a picture, but my nephew hung out with T Y Hilton at his high school basketball game a few days ago." That's just random and and surprising. T Y Hilton at your nephew's high school basketball game. Well, now he's on the Dallas Cowboys. Good for him. Someone else wants to know, will the webcam be on there? Oh, like, are we going to take our cameras down to uh, Jefferson's? Oh, well, no, because we're not. Yeah, no. You know, but the next time we do that, like, if one of us has to dress up after the show, I feel like it should apply for in the show. Like, I should have have to have been Santa this entire time on the web stream. How about just for, like, the week of Christmas, uh, one of us has to wear it each day? Where oh, what? Nick will be out of town. I said the week of the Santa so costume. Oh, yeah. No, he's, well, I don't have a Hanukkah costume, man. I can't. There isn't a Hanukkah costume. Well, I mean, you could, I'm you sure could, there's like a yes, menorah costume. I've seen, gonna, I've seen menorah costumes. I'm going to dress up as a menorah. And I've seen minge costumes. You could dress up as a dreidel. Yeah. So yeah. there is minge. Yeah. There, are, there, are, there are Hanukkah costumes. It's not anywhere near the Let's same Let's get golden minge costume. I'll it's be a dreidel. Anywhere, it's not anywhere near the, the same as uh, the, the Santa What's costume. What's the first day of Hanukkah this year? 19th. I think, I think you wear a dreidel costume <laughs> for the first day of Hanukkah. Or Nick will. Nick said he will. I'll I'll be a menorah. That thing won't even be able to walk through a door. (laughs) No, you will not. You will be. I mean, this one looks like he could probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You could probably wear it, Nick. It looks like it'd be a little inconvenient for the entire show. And that would get way more attention than the Nutcracker. This dreidel costume for $400 is incredible. Absolutely incredible. I found that same thing for $229. let us do it. That's. uh... That's Nick, you've got to. I'll send you the link, but that's what you need. You just need this ridiculously large dreidel costume. If we bought it for you, would you wear it? If I spent $200 buying you a dreidel costume, would you wear it for the entire four-hour show? Yes, 100%. What would we do with it for the rest of time? We would just have it every year around Hanukkah? Yes. The show every year on Hanukkah, someone has to dress up like the dreidel? Could just give me the, you could just give me this Hanukkah blazer if you want. Is it nice? Let me see. Yeah, it's a menorah blazer. Just let me rock that. That's classy. Well, 62 bucks? Not bad, you know? Oh, you didn't get the full picture. There you go. Yeah. Okay, roll with that. <laughs> Wear that to dinner with your family? Roll that out. First night oh, out. Oh, man. Let's go. All right, let's get to what's your fantasy. 913-586-7610. Fantasy football playoffs for a lot of people start this week. Is your league starting this week? My, mine doesn't start until next week. This is the final week, and they then start we start this week. next week. But a lot of people are starting up their fantasy football playoffs. I think if you're in a 12-person league, it's this week kind of Yeah, obviously there's an 18-game schedule now, so before you always want to be wrapped up before Week 17. Now, technically, you could still get by with playing your championship game the 17th and and feel like you're not screwing over anybody. Uh, So that's kind of what we do in our our league. I saw our guillotine league, by the way, is down, of course, to to four teams. Rosters have fully locked. So congratulations to uh, our listeners in the Cody and Gold Guillotine League. There are uh, four listeners that are left, and it's going to be interesting to see kind of where it goes down to because you can't change if somebody gets hurt you're stuck like if your quarterback gets hurt and you don't have a backup your roster is locked the guys remaining are uh, joe joe buck yourself the price is right 
Casey, Kurt, and Kicking It with Kareem. Those are the four listeners that are left in our guillotine league. Of course, the uh, the champion's dinner on the line, among other things. One of those team names seems mildly problematic. <laughs> which one? Which one? I think you know which one. The Joe Buck yourself? No, not that one. The price it's is, almost like the F word. The, the price is right? Not that one either. Casey, Kurt? Or <laughs> that was like the least offensive thing ever. Kicking yeah. it with Kareem. Huh. I didn't name the teams. I'm just reading off the teams that are left. Well, I'm not indicting you. Better cook than Cody just got kicked out. So, so the owner's name, so that's Andrew is kicking with Kareem. Casey Kurt is, you guessed it, Kurt. Uh, the price is right is Nick P. And Joe Buck, yourself, is Jeffrey. Speaking of Nick P., we're going to see him tonight. Man, that's he right. is surviving. Nick Price still rolling. He, he gave us the spot up, for the draft. He showed up to the draft fresh off surgery. surgery For kidney stones or something, right? And he drafted a championship caliber team. Plus, should we not have been? That's actually. <laughs> Way to just hip-hop. throw it out there, man. It was kidney stones, though, right? I wasn't going to say. I didn't say it like a vasectomy. I just said he had kidney stones. <laughs> I don't think that's the part that matters. You don't just... Private volunteer medical people's information. medical information. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, out there now, so it's too late. Those pain pills working working wonders apparently that night, helping him get a championship squad. Do I you mean, guys think there's anybody outside of Mahomes and Kelsey on the Chiefs roster who could be a an asset for a fantasy championship run? PPR format, I think Juju's got a place, but I would say in a in a standard league, you're probably hoping to have better options, like in a guillotine league, like in the ones Pache- we're in. Pacheco, man, should have done a lot better than that. But Pacheco, yeah, he's okay. getting the regular snaps. Someone's would asking you- if McKinnon deserves an every week start, and I'm like, that was my not next at this question. Point. Would no. you rather have Pacheco or McKinnon down the home stretch? Pacheco, Pacheco. Yeah, because I think when we were talking about with Nate, the Chiefs clearly saw something in the screen game that fit against Denver. I don't know if they're going to have that kind of success in the screen game every week and that's where mckinnon's getting the bulk of his work or the bigger play opportunities um yeah from a fantasy in if you're going with the back pacheco's the only one i would run now if you have mckinnon on your bench and someone gets hurt and you're you're in a you're in a bind it's not the worst not the worst thing i think i would hope i didn't have to start him like is he good for every starting spot i would hope not right i hope your running backs are better than that he's obviously going to get touches but still it's dicey I was looking at the standings for the guillotine league. Like just had the order of everybody getting act out. Ooh, we all did terrible yeah, in the Cody really and Cole bad. guillotine league. So oh, our, really? worst, our worst Cody, showing yet. I'd forgotten. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Cody <laughs> got knocked out week one. Cody got knocked out week one. Um, Nick got knocked out week three. I got knocked out week seven. Barber got knocked out week, week 11. One. Yeah. It was not a good showing for this was show. Was my team any good? Anybody remember? <laughs> well, Cody, um, seeing as how you no. got knocked out week one. I could have had a bad week. Late bloomers. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that it wasn't. So you're, I went back you and looked know at that. Well, week one, you want to know what your roster yeah. was? Yeah, let's hear it. Lolo scored 65 points. You had Tua, but that time wasn't playing great. But yet Tua. But that was a good one. Tua got you 14 points that game. Najee Harris got you 10. You that have, was a bad pick. You that was Ramon, a bad one. Ramon J. Stevenson got you four points. That would have been better now. Uh, Paris, <laughs> Paris Campbell, six points. Hunter Renfro, five. Deontay Johnson, 12. Ayuk, six. Kyle Pitts, three. You lost. Oh, your Kyle bench. Pitts. You your, know what? That, that is that a was, bad draft. Here was your bench. Your bench was Mac Jones, Kenneth Walker, Randall Cobb, Kadarius Tony for the Giants at the time. Like you drafted Kadarius oh, Tony. That was just deep, deep uh, in trouble. Tyquan Thornton and then Jody Fortson. I, I see where my team went wrong. I drafted Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts for my first two picks, and those guys had awful fantasy seasons. So. Well, it's not like you littered it with great mid-round picks either, Cody. 
Well, no one's roster and guillotine looks all that good after the draft. Like, if we went through yeah. goals, it wouldn't look good after week one. Returning to the scene of the crime tonight. That's right. That's where the fancy football guillotine draft occurred. Jefferson so all started going so poorly right from the beginning. Thielen or Boyd, someone simply asked. Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd this week. What do you like? Vikings coming off a loss. They still put up I like a Thielen. bunch of yards. I think I like Thielen in that, Thielen too. Thielen had the touchdown in the, in the loss. They get the Colts this week. On the other side, of course, Tyler Boyd and, and Cincinnati. I just feel like they're not playing quite at their optimum level yet. Like, Cincinnati still feels like it's needing to kind of kick back into the perfect level yet. So, for me, I still think I'd be leaning Thielen who does, there. Uh, who does Cincinnati have this week? Uh, Bucks. Who just gave up 37 to the or 35 to the 49ers with Brock Purdy. Probably not likely to play quite that bad again. Last one, real quick. They said they have Pierce, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, ETN. Two starters and a flex. I have not been able to guess right on Pierce. Well, an ETN uh, text line saying Tyler Boyd's banged up right now. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, he, he is. Simple. He left the game last week. And is he out though? Or just questionable? I think he's questionable. Okay. Um ETN's been kind of hit or miss too. He had yeah. that great stretch middle of the season, but last, he just hasn't been the same guy. Last time out, Aaron Jones and the Packers were able to run the football a little bit. So I'd still probably include Aaron Jones in there. Uh, I'd probably go Aaron Jones. Oh man, with your flex. I don't like it. I mean, Aaron Jones, ETN, I think uh, as a flex would be all right. Damian Pierce is the two. So Jones and Pierce starter, ETN flex. I think you get the, <sighs> the same problem. Word. Chiefs can't get up enough on Pierce. I don't think I'd risk it. Interesting. I think Damian Pierce will end up getting a touchdown against the Chiefs on Sunday. Thanks again to Nate Taylor from The Athletic joining us in studio. All right, about two hours, we will hopefully see all of you out at Jefferson's in North KC. Again, it's the second annual Cody and Gold Toy Drive. New unwrapped toys benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kansas City. Hope to see you guys out there from 4 to 7. And then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow from 10 to 2 right here on 610. to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete for asphalt, concrete and parking lot maintenance. Gan Asphalt and Concrete, one contractor, all things parking lot, trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider Vinny Pasquantino this football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload <laughs> of football tweets. <laughs> First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.